Welcome to another Bush and Ritchie Daily Takeaway. And on that food thought, you would have uh, heard on the previous episode of this here podcast, uh-huh. uh, the talk of me going to this screening of uh, Nicolas Cage's uh, new movie. You'll hear about that in the upcoming episode, so I'm not going to say too much more right now. But yep. yesterday, when I went and saw that screening, what I had not thought through, Bush, was that I hadn't eaten. So I got to the end of the cinema, I got to the end of the film, still hadn't eaten anything. I'd you gone must all be way... ravenous. You know what I'm like with my appetite, gone from lunch through to about 8.30 in the evening, hadn't eaten anything. If you do, do anything with Richie, you almost have to plan like you're a, to- you know, you're a toddler and go, well, what we can do about lunch? Absolutely. He needs to have his tea. Oh, yeah, I'm fully aware of Make this. Make him a sandwich. Governed by food, uh, this man here. Uh, so I ended up eating on my own in a Five Guys. Oh, that's the best way to eat in a Five Guys, though. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? I took um, my eldest daughter to five, five Guys last week for the Easter break thing, whatever, in, right in the centre of London here. And as I was eating and stuff was falling out of my mouth and it was just all over the place. And it's the only way you can eat it because it's a messy old burger, yeah. but it's brilliant. I was thinking to myself, do people come here on, like, a first date? Can you imagine going to Five Guys on a first date? Awful. Would, I can't even imagine what that would be like. You just have to knock it on the head and say, let's go our separate ways. The great thing about last night was, with your Five Guys, and I don't want this to turn into a link about Five Guys, they don't need the publicity, they're very good, they know that. Um, but when you order their fries, yep. there is always, obviously, the debate of, are we sharing these fries? Because they're quite hefty servings, their fries. They're big, yeah. When you're there on your own, and you're just ordering the small fries, it's all yours. See, this is... I mean, we talked about this before, and, and, and it's brilliant, and I'm, I'm, what a lovely end to the evening last night, but I still think it's a huge waste, because please tell everybody, out of all those toppings, what you have. Mayo. And that is... It makes me almost like a little bit of my heart breaks. <laughs> There's so many different toppings, he'll only have the mayo. The lady behind the counter, when she said, and what toppings do you want? When I just say mayo, the look on the face is just startlement. It's outrageous. And actually, one other question just just popped up in, in talking about this. Obviously, the big thing on yesterday's show is that you were going to go to the movie with producer Adele. I did, yeah. How come you ended up eating on your own if you were sat next to each other for the entire film? Why, why didn't he come and have food with you? We'll get into that further into the episode. Oh, Something's happened. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Halfway through. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Hold oh. on a second. What a start to the show. Oh. Richie has pulled oh. over the, the wrong microphone. Oh. <laughs> I've done this before. That's weird, that, isn't it? Hello and welcome. Is that, an, is that an, <laughs> like a, some kind of omen? <laughs> the show can only get better. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. We can't promise anything. Uh, I believe I have cracked the code of primetime TV. Uh, I don't know about you, you've been watching a lot of telly recently. I think I've watched more TV at the moment than I've ever watched in my entire life. We've got a 12-week-old baby, so that's probably part of it. A lot of crime dramas, and fair play to ITV, ITV1, whatever. I feel like they've upped their game. They've got some good stuff. They've got some good stuff at the moment. They do that little teaser advert of some stuff that's coming up on ITV. You think, I'll watch that, that looks good, that looks good. However, I've noticed there's a bit of a recipe for it, right? The way of making an ITV crime drama, and it's this. All you need to do is put the before anything. <laughs> and, it, and it's a crime drama. Uh, so, little challenge for, for this hour of home time. Uh, put the before something you've had to do today and create the name of the next ITV crime drama. So, for example, to me, for me, the guttering. The guttering. I've had to sort out the insurance claim for our guttering that fell off during the storms. Mm-hmm. My, my ITV crime drama would be called 
three-part drama, The Guttering. So I'm, I'm just sort of like spitballing how this, this, this plays out. You are some kind of very agile thief who makes his way into other people's houses and gardens by shimmying along their, their guttering. guttering. I, maybe yeah. I see something that I was never meant to see. Yes. You, in some, you know, this, again, yeah, this is yeah. just spitballing ideas, but three-part drama. I think it works. When I think about my morning, right, my neighbour Gary, yep. uh, he's asked me over the last couple of days just to look in on his dog uh, in the morning because I'm at home in the morning. Is he the one who's got the cat as well? No, cat's the other side. <laughs> it's like Doctor Doolittle. You are. I am very dependable with you animals. Are. My neighbours call on me for animals. <laughs> it says a lot about a person. It does. Um, but the neighbour. Oh. Doesn't that sound like a crime drama? That I'm is... not saying Gary's a criminal. I'm just probably more me, actually. But... You looking up from washing your car, and again, yeah. you've seen something you I've should never seen have seen. Something, yeah, the neighbour. Or that, or the dog in would have been the two different because you're looking after the dog. Well, I'm going into other people's houses, aren't I? As well, this is it again. I, I would watch that. I would. I would Sky Plus it without a doubt. Annie says the Ann Summers party. The mind boggles. <laughs> Cadon uh, says the colonoscopy. You can see where we're going here. Put the before something you've had to do today. It could be the next big thing on ITV One. The pickup. Uh, there's no name attached <laughs> to this. All right. Okay, but someone's obviously picked something up this morning. That's easy to work out. But the pickup absolutely sounds like a crime drama. What does that look like in your head? It's either curb crawling or you've picked something up to, to deliver it somewhere and you're getting broad in a you're way above your head. You're do you picking I mean? something up that you think is kosher, but it turns out it's not, and then you're in. You're unsuspecting crime drama. Sean Bean driving a van he thinks got ice creams in it, suddenly his stomach starts knocking. Yeah. <laughs> the pickup. Paul says, my two sons have removed the wallpaper in the lounge. So their current crime drama would be called The Stripper. Just going back to your Sean Bean one, for that to work, someone's originally casting Sean Bean as a convincing ice cream man. I think I think he'd be fantastic. I don't know. You having any sprinkles with that? <laughs> the Haircut starring oh. Becca. Maybe it's gone wrong. <laughs> I suggest it has. Maybe it wasn't what she asked for. <laughs> yeah, and she's reacted badly. Uh, you can get that with hair dye, you can't can, you? Yeah, yeah. They normally put a little bit, bizarrely, behind the back of your ear mm. with girls. Yeah. And then you, you're left to go off around town, see what happens. I believe the part of your skin behind your ear is a very sensitive part. <laughs> <laughs> your, your unflinching eye contact and lack of blinking during telling me that mm. was just really unsettling. Yeah, it's partly because I was halfway through it and choosing to reverse out. Yeah, good. Uh, football writer extraordinaire Phil McNulty says the dental hygienist. Because obviously he's, he's kind of famous, so maybe it could be Phil McNulty's the dental hygienist. Ooh. Like M. Night Shalaman. Uh, Dan says his story would be called The Pots. Would you mention that? <laughs> I'd sky plus it. Uh, and we've got Claire on the line. Claire, what's your ITV1 drama called? Uh, so it's called The Drive. The Drive. Oh, starring Claire. Starring Claire. Tell us what The Drive's been like so far for you today, then, in terms of what it's based on. Um, so, oh, God. Um, so we were all right to start with, and then I had to take a detour through some country lanes. That's where the drama it's comes. That's what happens, yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> You get rerouted. You get rerouted through a Wiltshire rural village, yeah. and you end up embroiled in a situation you never expected. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the end destination of the drive, Claire? What does everyone think that you're doing? So, ending in South Moulton in North Devon. Brilliant. And what? You were supposed to be going to what? Why are you going there? Uh, I'm going to see my mum for Easter. Brilliant. What's your mum's first name? It's Sheila. So Sheila's there thinking, when, when are you, when's Claire going to call on the landline and say she's going to be five minutes away? Yeah. And little does she know, you're embroiled in some kind of thing. What have you got in the boot? Let's, tell, let's have one unlikely item you've got in the boot to add into this plot. Um, I've actually got some um, uh, dumbbells. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Claire, it's right in itself. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> 
Brilliant. You stay safe for the roads. We'll speak soon. Take care. Thank you. The Grease Trap. Oh, sounds awful, isn't it? I don't want to watch that. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. I wouldn't have me tea watching it. Uh, Mariposa says the rebuttal email. Interesting one. And listen to this. Joe says, uh, the animal collector. I've driven from Birmingham to London today to pick up some turtles. Uh, Andrew says, the heating and air conditioning blower regulation plug connection safety recall. <laughs> it's dense, it's over three parts, but it's probably worth it. Uh, the grouting, says Reese in Swansea. Imagine some kind of drama where actually there's code yeah. that is in the grouting. You think it's just a retiled bathroom, but it's not, because with ultraviolet lights, a grouter has written some kind of SOS. The Da Vinci grout. <laughs> I can see it now. It's good. It's it's good. That could be a thing. Uh, Joe, what's yours? It would be the auditor. The auditor. That sounds quite menacing. What's it kind of about this this program? Well, it's basically going to um, an organisation, stick my nose in lots of places, try and find out what they've really been up to. Oh, you and are the auditor. You are the auditor. I, I Joe the is auditor. the auditor. auditor. I am. Yes, I am. And when you do go into these places, if this is your job, do people are people friendly to you? Are they a bit scared of you, or does no one like you when you go there? It depends. I have had a few people that have looked up and gone, "Oh, it's you," and I've had other people that are quite welcoming. So it varies depending on the day they're having, really. Fantastic. Swings and roundabouts being an auditor. <laughs> very much so. Very much. Have so. you found anything untoward today in your visit? Today, thankfully not. They've actually been really great. So, uh, no, nothing felt, unfortunately. I do like to find things. OK, out of 100 visits, out of 100 visits to random places, <laughs> how many would be of interest? What's the whiff rating out of 100%? <laughs> this is unscientific. It, it, completely unscientific. No, to be honest, um, uh, the most of the clients that I deal with, because we've put some good stuff in place with them, they're pretty good. It's just maybe about the odd 1% that might be not quite on par. And that is what the drama's about. That's, That's one the out of 100. That is the blurb on the Radio Times. Watch the auditor, ITV1 tonight, 9pm. Yeah, do you want to be that one out of 100? Oh, oh. there's the strapline, Joe. It's writing itself again. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right, I have the midweek blues. Uh, this happened last night and I've not quite got over it because it's something that is is on the cusp of happening again later today. Wow. I have the midweek blues because last night... When I got home, got to the train station, and this week, because there's engineering works on my line, I'm having to get a taxi home from the train station. Got a taxi home. <laughs> from the train station. Two. And three Uber drivers cancelled on me. Three? Yes, three on the trot. What's that all about? That's not them, that's you. Well, uh, this There's got to be worry. something going and on. This is why I have the blues, because I've taken it a little bit personally. When the first one happened, right, outside the train station at the moment, there's roadworks, there's a road closed. I thought, oh, he's cancelled, he can't be bothered to go around the diversion. Fair enough, all right, not to worry. Yeah. Then it finds you another one. And then a couple of minutes later, that one's cancelled as well. I'm thinking, oh, come on. Three different people didn't like the look of you. This is your one, phone. Third one, as you say, yeah, three in a row cancelled on me after the third one. I'm like, right, 
I'm just going to walk into town. I'm going to find a taxi rank. I'll get home some other way. But I can't believe it. You, you can only take that personally when that happens, can't you? I feel like it's an omen. We started the show and you picked up the wrong microphone, so it is snowballing. Exactly. This is what happens when you've got the blues. You kind of tell yourself you're, you're, you're stuck in this fug. I, mean, I feel like I'm feeling the midweek blues as well. Um, as I've mentioned before on the show, I am obsessed with Married at First Sight Australia. Mm. Sat down to watch it last night with another tea cake, two tea cakes in one day. Wow. Living the dream. Uh, and uh, have you ever had this thing where your recording inexplicably halfway through the show just stops? That didn't happen last night. Last night, halfway through the penultimate episode of Married at First Sight. I happen to know, obviously, it's at quite a critical stage. Huge. And we didn't, I didn't know what to do. We were inconsolable. <laughs> there was no way around it. And let me, let me let you know, listener, an inconsolable bush is a really bad vibe. It really was. We were just getting stuck into just how bad live is, and then it said this recording's been terminated. It's the midweek blues, mate. So if you're being turned away by taxi drivers or your recordings are failing halfway through a critical show and you have the midweek blues, let us know. Mariposa on Twitter says, does Richie know his Uber rating? Maybe he's got a bad customer rating. Of course I know my rating. Of course he I'm does I'm obsessed know. with that. 4.91, that's a good one, I would that's say. That's impeccable, that, isn't it? It's really good. It kind of irritates me that there's... For it not to be five, yeah. there are people out there who have given me a bad mark, and I can't ever remember being in a taxi giving anyone a reason to give me a bad mark. Maybe someone's just not been that impressed with your chat. My chat's good. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've not been in, a, in an Uber situation. I have professional good chat. <laughs> professional good. What did you say? Uh, <laughs> is it you just started, mate? Like, are you clocking off <laughs> later on? What, are you, what is your go-to Uber chat? Um, I talk about the uh, the fragrance. Great. Uh, I talk about their um, seat coverings. Okay, I can see why you maybe are sliding down the scale a little bit. But that's not the point. That's not the point of what no, we're talking about. No, it's not the not. point. I've got the midweek blues because three people cancelled on me last night. I stood there marooned for ages. We're after the midweek blues right now. I've got them. Bush has got them. Have you got the midweek blues? Kirsty, have you got the midweek blues? What's happened? I'm selling my Beetle. I've got a 1972. Um, 1302S, which is a Super Beetle. I've had him for nearly 10 years and I'm selling him back to his original owner for about five grand less than I paid. Oh, Kirsty. What an unbelievable sequence of events. First of all, it's quite weird to sell the car back to the original person you got it from. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was um, quite young when he got him. He'd done him up from scratch. Um, he was barn fine, so he found him in a barn and uh, bought him, done him up and uh, sold him to me about a year or so later. Custy, you'll always have the memories though, won't you? You will. Absolutely. I'm just absolutely gutted at the moment. Well, that is that is the midweek blues. Has it got a name? That the Beatle, I know people do give their cars names. His name is Kirk because his number plate um, spells out his name, basically. So you are something something K. Wow, and will you be able to visit him at like alternate weekends, or is it? Will you see him again? Well, the problem is he's right down in Cornwall now, so um, maybe, maybe not. Will um, you get another um, Beetle? Yeah, another Kirk. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, just depends on time and money, really. Well, listen, that's Richie hoping for a better uh, Uber experience this evening. Maybe someone won't cancel on him, and then you are going to get a new car and find your new Kirk. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> 
Uh, Mag says, just putting the last of our holiday clothes, passports and that away after coming back from Mexico. Our wedding there is now seeming like years ago. Still been to Mexico, though. Look exactly. on the bright side. about have had a holiday. Oscar says, guys, I'm currently writing my university essay towards my degree and I've got complete writer's block. Send me luck. Definitely a case of midweek blues. We can help, Oscar. We'll write some of it. Uh, Liam says, I had the misfortune to find out that the in-laws are coming to visit on Tuesday. <laughs> Hashtag midweek blues. <laughs> this group of people texted here, Mark, Emma and Molly. They say, our 45-minute journey up, drop... <laughs> um, I need to read this out. Our 45-minute journey to drop Molly back at university, here we go, has so far taken two and a half hours and we're still not there. Hashtag MWB. That's three times longer than what it should be. That's definitely the midweek blues. Good maths. I can't even read the text. You're doing better than me. <laughs> Lisa, what is going on? Why have you got the midweek blues? Work. <laughs> oh, what do you mean work? Clarify why, why the blues would work. Because I have to work all weekend this weekend. <laughs> all week over the long bank holiday Easter weekend. Oh, no, yep. right. We, <laughs> what, is, what is Lisa doing that means she can't even take off a Good Friday and Easter Monday. I've got a feeling, just from the sound of her voice, that Lisa is an optician. Richie, what do you think? I'm, I'm first of all just going to say opticians surely wouldn't have to work Easter weekend. Is there some emergency appointments for okay. contact lenses. I'm going to think, because she's having to work all weekend, she's in some kind of tourism. Ooh. I think Lisa runs a guest house. No. Go on, tell us. Put us out of our misery. I'm a healthcare assistant. Oh, well, we're grateful yes. you're working all weekend. Ah, thank you. But we wish you weren't. <laughs> ah, I know I wish I wasn't either, because it's supposed to be nice. Here's a deal for you. Uh -huh. How about, because you're working all weekend, we will also work on Good Friday, and Bush will do an all-day indie disco on Monday. We're willing to do that ah. for you, Lisa. Fantastic. So make sure you've got Absolute Radio on the whole damn weekend, and we'll get there together. I will. Uh, you can email us hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Darren has done that. Says, Richie, I think why they didn't pick you up. Uh, these taxi drivers all started off my midweek blues. Three in a row cancelled on me last night. Three! Left me there. Um, you put your full name down on the pickup. They must have thought it's the famous DJ, Richie Firth, and thought it was a hoax. I think the Queen has the same problems as The Queen... He's not ordering a taxi <laughs> to be picked up anywhere. It could be a horse-drawn carriage. It could be a very nice Bentley. The Queen does not have the same problem, Darren. I'm taking it personally. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. People have been talking about stuff that's not been great for them this week, midweek blues, that kind of thing. We're going to turn that frowing... Frowing... <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> turn that frowing upside down with a game that we're going to call Safari. Uh, now... It's midweek games night, so we like to put on a game on a Wednesday night. A little bit like a um, certain night of the week at, like, a campsite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I want you to imagine Richie and I with pith helmets, hoop shorts. We're on safari, got binoculars. We're in our little jeep going around the jungle. Uh, and what's happened is we've seen three animals on our travels, and we've seen them through the binoculars, but we don't know what they are. We no. can hear them, but we don't know what they are, and we need your help. <laughs> we can hear them, but we can see them, but we don't know what they we are. We just don't know what they are. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. This is the thing. So, I mean, and maybe we could get the catchphrase going. Do you remember Christopher Biggins in yeah, Safari So Goody? Safari So, so goody. goody. So what are these three animals that we can see and we can hear them, but we don't, we don't know what, <laughs> don't they, what they are? They are. <laughs> don't know what they are. <laughs> I can see him. Yeah. I just 
I can't make out exactly what they are, do you know what I mean? No, but we can hear them. We can hear them yeah. as well. So you need to tell us what they are. So that's three animals for you that's worth some, some serious loot and swag up for grabs, right? Your home time tea towel, your home time face mask, unbelievably. Uh, your home time badge, your home time signed photo of Bush and myself, all in the Hessian home time bag. An amazing thing, can you tell us what these three animals are as we play safari? Any idea what those three animals are? You might be one of those people who watches lots of nature documentaries. It's yeah. time to put the money where your mouth is. OK, so let's see who thinks they know what they are for the big prize package. Who's this? Hi, it's Jacqueline. Hello, Jacqueline. Where are you calling from, Jacqueline? I'm calling from Maidstone. You've got the urgency of someone that, that I suggest might know their animals. I'm not sure, actually. Shall I tell you what I heard? Yeah, hell well, yeah, because we want to know we're on safari. <laughs> Can't we, we can see them and we can hear them, we just don't know what they are. <laughs> OK, I think I heard a cow, a pig and a duck. On safari? <laughs> what kind of safari you got on? If I'd gone on safari... If, I, if I'd gone on safari and seen them, I'd want my money back. <laughs> it's a petting zoo, that. <laughs> Jacqueline, none out of three. None? None. None. I'm oh. surprised you're surprised. <laughs> Jacqueline, I'd love to uh, We haven't got time now But I'd love to Go inside your head And see what your idea Of what a safari actually is <laughs> Oh, never mind <laughs> Cheers, Jacqueline Cheers, mate Thank you, bye-bye So incredibly We've been here before But it's rolled over We've got a safari rollover <laughs> It means we get to wear Our, our pith helmets And hooped shorts again <laughs> Same time next week We'll put them in for a dry clean This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway uh, now, my Tuesday night, you've heard about me not being able to get a cab earlier on, but what, what I haven't had the chance for yet is my Barry Norman review. Are you allowed to say, though, because there was this big thing with T's and C's yesterday with an embargo on the Nicolas Cage movie that you watched? So, look, the, unbo- the, the unbearable weight of being awesome, or whatever that film's called... Doesn't know the name of it, that's a good start. I can't remember the name of it, but it's brilliant. Honestly, I, 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 hand on heart, it's brilliant. But the problem I have is everyone knows I'm a massive Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. So they'll be listening right now, and there's a bit of Peter and the Wolf, isn't it? You're a little bit like, uh, you know, the person that goes to a royal, uh, the birth of a royal, dressed in a Union Jack with flags coming out the top of their top hat? Because, <laughs> of course, you'd say that. Do you know what I mean? The unbearable weight of massive talent. Honestly, five stars from me. Wow, OK, five stars. Yeah, genuinely. Give me another movie in your locker that's a five star so we can see where, that, where that's at. Heat. Wow, OK. <laughs> what? Producer Adem, uh, who went to watch the film with you, uh, balking at that suggestion, but that's fine. What's your problem? You're not comparing it to Heat, though, are you? Yes, I am. He's comparing it to Heat. Shorter, great... shorter, Heat is too long. It's a great movie. Unbearable Weight of Master Talent last night, one hour 45. Can I ask a question? not breaking any taboo. Has Nick, Nicholas Cage got pictures of you or something? What's no, he, he got hasn't. on you? Why, why, why this... You're so complete. You're a mouthpiece. You're a Nick Cage <laughs> mouthpiece. I'm just giving it a five-star review. April 22nd, it comes out. Judge for yourself. Anyone that's got a problem, come knocking at the front door of Absolute Radio. Whoa, right, fair enough. There you go. There's your review. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there's another episode uh, of Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway, done, dusted and served up. We never got to what happened at the end of the movie. Obviously, something weird's happened between you and producer Adem, because the natural thing would be, you both go and watch a film together, yeah. you both go and grab a bite to eat. See, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. We watched the film together, we sat next door to each other. Thighs obviously. touching. Thighs touching, yes. Laughing at the same time. It was lovely. It was like a date. Yeah. Okay. I thought it had gone well. <laughs> 
There he is. <laughs> Awkward laughter, isn't we it? We the only two laughing as well. And then we left, and I thought, well, we'll we probably end up going for, like, you know, a pint or something Did like you have that. that awkward bit on the step? We'll go, well, uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> well, you off to... Yeah, so we walked away, you know, to begin with, you know, and he did, he did the... So I guess you're Tottenham Court Road, are you? And I thought, yeah, he's asking what tube station I'm going to because he wants to go for a drink. And I went, no, I'm actually going to go to Oxford Circus. I've got to go to the Victoria line like that. And he goes, yeah, I've got to go back to work anyway. And just shut down. Well, he went back to work after... He went back to work. That's the 100... I don't mean this in a bad way, right? If I was going to throw someone else off so that I didn't have to spend any more time with them, I too would say that I've got to go back to the office to get something. In fact, I've done that before to get out of pubs when I've been bored on a night out. Oh, I've just got to get my bag from work. I'm really sorry. So this is interesting. So you're saying to me that this really was a bad day because he wasn't going back to work. He just didn't want to have a drink with I, me. I think he went around the corner as if he's heading to work, waiting for you to get on the tube and then he disappeared off the other way. Yeah, wherever he goes. Big problems in this team, folks. Watch this space. It's like a, it's like a soap opera.